hello, 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 hello. Good afternoon. Welcome to Open Seating. My name is John Wright, and this is my wife, Jordan. Hey. <laughs> How's it going? You made hello. me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, how are you doing? I'm all right. Hope everyone else is doing all right on this fine Monday Monday afternoon. Normally, we put these up on the weekends. Guess what? It was Mother's Day yesterday. So happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we were doing that instead of this podcast. So this is going out a day late, but that's okay. But that's okay. Let's jump right into it today. We got some news, some interesting things as we went about our week. We have a very exciting story to tell at the very end of it. I will actually make a note to make sure that I don't forget. Um, And I definitely am misspelling this as I'm missing keys. I was like, what story <laughs> are you talking about? Yeah, there were G's in there that should not have existed. There were lots of things in there that shouldn't have existed. All right. Well, right off the top of the bat. Um, let's jump on in. Let's jump on in. So, starting this was off a with, bad weekend for celebrity deaths. Yeah, general news. First off, Jerry Stiller died of natural causes at the age of 92. He was 92, yeah. Father of Ben, ben Stiller. Um, yeah. Hilarious. He was on Seinfeld. Um, Hilarious and nice man. Yeah. But died of natural causes. He he lived a long life. He was 92 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Prayers and wishing for the best for that family. And also, um, uh, well, uh, Little Richard. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that was, was going to come up, I think, in the music but... thing. But while we're talking about celebrity sure. deaths, yeah. Um, he passed away, I believe it was... He was 87. He was 87, and he passed away, I believe, Friday. Mm-hmm. Of bone no. cancer. Saturday. Last week. Friday or Saturday. <laughs> um, he had bone cancer, mm-hmm. yeah. And then also um, Roy Horn of Siegfried and Roy um, oh, passed away. Uh, apparently he had the coronavirus. Oh, that's important. And passed away at the age of 75. So prayers for everyone's, for all the families. Yeah. Um, deaths are not easy. No. So. No. But these were people who influenced a lot of other people who did Trudy some great Brudy. work. So, oh, yeah, Little Richard, like, redefining oh, rock and roll. He didn't redefine it. He helped found it. That's how long Little Richard was around. Boy. Little Richard. Boy. I don't know why I keep saying Lil. It was Little. Uh, but Little Richard, I found out I was writing a like a memorial blog post for him on Saturday. And I never knew this. Um, and it was confirmed on in an Instagram post by Sir Paul McCartney that he actually gave voice lessons to the Beatles. Really? Because they opened for him Did at a certain point. And he mm-hmm. gave them, basically gave them some vocal coaching. I guess I think of like Elvis Presley as like start of, mo- of that era of modern Elvis of came, rock and roll, but yeah, I don't remember when he came compared to Little Richard. Very close to like really, I think Elvis came on really soon after because really? Little Richard okay. came on in the late 40s, the very late 40s. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he and Elvis and um, that crew were like the founding fathers of rock and roll. Definitely. I don't think I had the dates right in my head. I thought right. that he came after Elvis. Little Spencer. Richard um, also is known for being one of the first um, cross, quote unquote, they said crossover artists. Um, 
not like between genres, but between people. Um, because his shows were segregated before a lot of other things were segregated because black people and white people both wanted to hear his music because he was that good. Do you mean like was not segregated? Right. And he didn't segregate his shows. I'm sorry. He right. integrated his shows. Yeah. He desegregated. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that was That's kind awesome. of a big deal too. Um, yeah. So boo. Okay. Anyway, yeah. moving prayers, on to happier, happier things. Slightly happier. Uh, New York City, for the first time in the 115-year history of the city and its subway systems, will be shutting down, scheduling, and purposefully shutting down all subway systems and cars daily for disinfecting, um, to be able to disinfect all the cars during yep. all the coronavirus stuff. So every morning from 1 a.m. to 5 a.m., no subway systems or cars will be running so that they can disinfect all of them. I don't know if we have any listeners in the city, but um, plan accordingly. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Because I, that's going to suck. The article didn't say when that was going to start, but it is, if it hasn't started already, it's going to be starting soon. So from 1 a.m. to 5 a.m., I think it's still, the, I did see the article still said that there were like 7,000 people that had to use the systems between those hours. Oh, sure. So there's still a lot of people who are going to have to that's figure out something That's a big deal. Yeah. That's a big deal. Especially hop, like going, I get, it goes underneath the bridges too, right? It goes underneath the water, like the subway system goes under the water too, right? It's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Man. No word on how long it's going to happen either, so not sure if this is just like a couple months or if this is kind of going forward for the next few years, who knows? But man, more big stuff changing amidst and from all the coronavirus stuff. It's super interesting to, this, from a third, from a, from a, um, I was going to say educational standpoint. From a uh, what am I thinking of? Like scholar, academic um, perspective. See, you got there. It's thank you. It's it's interesting to take a step back and and look at just kind of all the shifts in that we're making in society to account for coronavirus. And I'm curious how long or how many of those changes will just become a normal way of life uh, afterward. I don't know if this will be necessarily, but I imagine extra precautions in general for hand sanitizers and all that other stuff um now it's just how how long are we as a culture and as a as a body going to actually continue to use it because they could supply sanitizer and all that stuff all day long but how often are people actually going to use it or for how long are people going to use it but we'll see anyway all right jumping into tv and movies from this past week two big things that i wanted to bring up first and foremost a third national treasure uh national treasure movie is being developed at disney so that's exciting. We like Nick the Cage is going to steal the Declaration of Independence <laughs> again. I like the I'm National Treasure. I'm just kidding. I movies. love National Treasure. <laughs> I love it. When we were in New York two years ago now. Mm-hmm. No. One year ago. It was last year. Anyway. Whenever you want it to be. Just <laughs> when we were in New York, um, we kept walking by stuff. I'm like, oh, this was what happened. This was a national treasure, and this yeah. was a national treasure, and this was a national treasure. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like the only Nick Cage movie that I enjoy. They're just fun movies. They're so fun. I love them. So I'm excited to get another one. I am too. The second one's not great. It's just not as good as the first one. The first one's a classic. We'll we'll see how the third goes. Anyway, other than that, Tom Cruise allegedly is working with SpaceX to uh, potentially shoot the first movie, like actually shoot it in space. Now, right now, it is allegedly Tom Cruise talking to SpaceX. Uh, uh, not, there aren't any 
movie studios in the conversations as of right now, and it's still alleged. I don't worry, they Elon will make out. one. <laughs> they haven't tweeted anything out, or like Tom Cruise hasn't said anything. But um, yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, that'd be interesting to see. I wonder if James Cameron would get on board. He's huge with like filming Avatar underwater and stuff. Aren't they opening New Zealand also back up for both? Uh, the Avatar sequel and or sequels, and then also to for the Lord of the Rings show. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. Which I'm hyped about, but I didn't put it in the news. I know we're talking about. It. I didn't put it in the news because um, we don't know. We yet. should probably talk about how Taika Waititi is getting his own Star Wars show. That's no right. movie. That's right. Yeah, the his next. own cinematic in theaters Star Wars movie getting yep. to write it and direct it right yeah uh, I believe so I believe he's part he's not the lead like lead writer he is on the writing team but it's his yeah I'm so happy yeah yeah I love him I think I'm, he's my favorite director I, I think he's uh, I think the reason a lot of people like him including us is the same reason that Chris Hemsworth likes him like when, they, when Chris Hemsworth was talking about um, the next Thor movie he said, it's just a fun movie. Thor 4 more Thor. Thor 4 more Thor. It's like, uh, what did he, what did Chris Hemsworth say? He said it was like uh, you gave the script to a 10-year-old, um, asked him what you wanted to put in the movie, and Taika just said yes to everything. He said it's just going to be a fun, awesome movie. And like that's that's what, for those types of movies, I feel like that's what people go to it for. And they don't, and they're not stupid. Yeah. Like, I don't go to Star Ragnarok Wars. Ragnarok in anybody else's hand yeah. would have been a train wreck and instead it would have been ham-fisted could you picture in one way or another it yeah. would have been too much could you have pictured just, it like yeah. in the hands of the Rousseau's or um even John Favreau I don't think I mean John Favreau would have been the next closest one I think but like it was just so absurd yeah the, the stuff where it's like behold way. my stuff just little things like it's just, just goofy so it's just trying to have fun it's the and and it's because great. of that, yeah. because of that, it's the best MCU movie. Arguably. People will disagree. Well, they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if you have another opinion on what the best MCU movie is, go ahead it? and send it to us at openseatingpodcast at gmail.com. That's openseatingpodcast at gmail.com. Be aware we will tell you you're wrong. And by <laughs> we, I mean I. Uh, if it is not... Thor Ragnarok. Um, <laughs> but I think we can all agree that uh, Thor The Dark World is also the worst one. So I like it better than the first. No, Thor. I lied. Hulk. Hulk is the worst one. No, which Hulk? The, the Edward Norton Edward Nor- Hulk. I like that movie. I like it more than the first Thor. I like it more than the second Thor. I like the second Thor more than the first Thor. Why? <laughs> I like it better than the non MCU original thing, Hulk movie. The only thing that the second Thor movie has going for it is Chris Eccleston is the villain. He needs more work. He He's needs a good actor. all the work. Oh nine. I still would have done. I would have been, enjoyed another season of nine. I think he did a good job. Nine deserved more than he got. Yeah. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. All right. Well, from our picks for TV movies this past week, it's going to pretty much be Dumbo and Star Wars. Yay! I'm so happy. So we watched Dumbo. That was uh, the most recent movie as we're going through all of the animated and mainline Disney movies. Uh, and yeah, it was a good time. It was Dumbo. It was it's my favorite classic era Disney movie. There are. I cried during Baby Mine like I always do. There's still the crows in it. There's still. <laughs> yeah. 
it's it is another a movie one of, of those. Time. I was about to say it's another one of those Ooh. that you have to remember when it was made, and they made the changes when they redid it in live action last year to where they that stuff didn't happen. Yep, like there was no character named Jim Crow who was an actual crow. Yeah. Little on the nose, there. even though he sings 1940s. Every Disney. song, first of all, every song in Dumbo is a banger. They're all amazing. That song is really good. It's so good, and those guys had great voices. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, I just love Dumbo. You can't be in a bad mood watching Dumbo because he's just so cute. You just take one look at his little face, and you're just so happy. It's a much shorter movie than I remember. It also, it's right. just one hour. It's like an hour and four minutes, I think. On right, on whenever we were watching. Well, it. the reason so we, if you remember, last weekend or the last podcast, I guess, we talked about how we watched Fantasia. Fantasia lost Disney a lot of money. A lot of money. Because people just weren't ready for something like that. And it just didn't perform. For a visualized symphony or just like... Yeah, kind of. It came out around World War uh, It came out in 1940. Okay. Yeah, so people were just like, why? Like, this isn't cool. What is this? And so they actually lost a crap ton of money. And their next two movies, they just needed quick fun feel good admittedly shorter easier to make yeah to keep kids interested and that parents would be able to keep bringing their kids to over and over again because also fantasia is long fantasia is two Mm -hmm. hours long um dumbo and then it's uh its successor bambi which we'll be watching this weekend for next weekend's not sequel but successor yeah that's what I said, successor. Right. I was clarifying for the audience. Oh, right. Um, the next movie. Um, yeah, they were both. That's exactly what both of them were made, honestly made to do was um, recoup financial losses from Fantasia. Get the kids excited about the movies. Get them, get the Disney name, something yes. feel good. Make it feel. And yeah. because we've been talking about this a little bit as well, um, Dumbo is actually based off of a story. Um, I did not know this. I don't know if it was like a children's book. I'm trying to find out. Oh, it's a storyline. I'm sorry. Um, Okay, so here it is. Uh, The fourth, according to Wikipedia, the fourth Disney animated feature film is based upon the storyline written by Helen Aberson and Harold Pearl called Dumbo the Flying Elephant. I like that name, Harold Pearl. And illustrated by Helen Durney for the prototype of a novelty toy roll-a-book. Wait, it was made for a toy? Basically, yeah. Hmm, Okay. Like to be, I guess... uh, I guess, did they make the movie so that they could sell the toy or did they look at the toy and then decide to make a movie? story i get i don't know i don't know which one was supposed to have come first okay. i didn't um, know if this was a he-man thing where they made the toy line before the show no i don't think so i don't know okay um the main character would have been jumbo jr a semi-anthropomorphic elephant who is cruelly nicknamed dumbo as in dumb ridiculed for his big ears but the fact that he is capable of flying but in fact he is capable of flying by using his ears as wings um Yeah. Great movie. I love it was it. a good movie. Timothy J. Mouse. It's better than J. the remake. Timothy Q. Mouse. I like what it better than the remake. What a guy, Timothy. He saved Yeah, he saved he saved him. Yeah. He was his daddy. You just didn't say anything about my liking it better than the new one comments. I didn't know. I I'm st- I'm still not prepared to fully talk about how I felt about the live action one. You want to move on to Star Wars? I do want to move on to Star Wars. 
Wars. All right, let's move on to Star Wars. We did. We watched in our continuation of all of the mainline Star Wars films. We made it all the way up to The Last Jedi. and watched that one most My recently. My favorite sequel. So we only have one more after this. Come at me, I dare you. Oh, OpenSeatingPodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. You know, okay, so <laughs> especially after seeing Rise of Skywalker, I'm not going to turn this podcast episode into... Me ranting about Rise of uh, Rise of Skywalker. Nope, because I won't hear it and I won't respond to it. I think I I did not like the Last Jedi whenever it first came out. I did. Uh, I my opinion has completely turned. Good. Almost exclusively because of Rise of Skywalker, and now I like the Last also Jedi. Also partially because of Knives Out. Also, Knives Out was a really good movie. Brian Johnson. I like Last the the Last Jedi now, um, and that's all I'm gonna say. It's a good movie. It's so great. The Holdo maneuver. Even if you don't like The Last Jedi, you must that have respect for the Holdo maneuver. There were some, there are some things in each of them. Like, what was it? Was it Clone? Was it Attack of the Clones or was it Revenge of the Sith? Attack the, of the Clones you have to respect because it is the best dress that Natalie Portman has ever been and will ever be in her entire that's life. That's why I have to respect the movie. Yes, for the costuming department. What I was going to bring up was yeah. uh, Jango Fett's bombs. Oh, like the duh. sound effect. Oh my it's God. the sound design that Wah. I was going to go for. Yeah. The, like the, su- the oh, I can't remember what they're called. Yeah. The seismic yes. mines mm-hmm. or whatever. So great. Uh, uh, but that, like the, the hold on Feel maneuver, it in your spleen. That scene from, from Last Jedi, <laughs> that with the lighting and the way the sound worked, God's reminded me of those. I'm like, oh, it's so good. <laughs> I think, uh, was it Laura Dern? Lord she did a pretty good job. That dress made her neck look real long. It did, but she pulled off the purple hair great. Yeah, worked out. Godspeed, Rebels. That's <laughs> oh, just so good. I like Star Wars more than Star Trek. It is really. I love Star Trek too, but I just really love Star Wars. Star Wars is great. All right, let's move on to games. Okay. So I have things to say this week. I know more than just Pokemon. There will be plenty of Pokemon. There. Will there will be blood. Uh, Nintendo Switch and Switch Lights are starting to return to shelves, so grab one while you can. Maybe. I mean, we went to all out. three stores this weekend and couldn't find any Switch Lights. I know. They're all still on back order. Any of them that are on Amazon, they did have them selling new from Amazon for like a week. And then after that, they've all been sold out and they're on. They're being resold at 80 bucks more than... They're like 280 instead of 199.99. And... Or they're or they're uh, uh, refurbished from some company that you've never heard of. So, be wary if you buy them on Amazon. If you see them for like two sixty nine or two seventy nine, that's why they're most likely being resold and they may be refurbished and not brand new. So be careful with that. Make mm-hmm. sure you're buying it from Nintendo of America, not some other reseller on Amazon. Otherwise, if you get it in store, if you find it, there are a few targets that will probably have them for a day and a half before they're sold out. Same with GameStops whenever they come in. Mm-hmm. Um, those and, will be brand new. So go and GameStop can't even confirm when they're going to be back on the shelves. Like they won't even they. From what we gathered from the GameStop employee we talked to this weekend, and this could be wrong. If you work for GameStop, please correct us. It almost sounded like they had no idea. Uh, and yeah. they, they, I mean, it was just like when they come in, yep. they find out. They'll be like, it's going to be a few weeks, probably. Like, and then can't guarantee when we're going to get any in. And people are doing it, so it's a waiting list. It's. Top, yeah. top of the list, They'll, you'll and, get what you get. And what GameStop, at least that GameStop we were at was doing was you ordered it in store and they would ship it straight to your house. Yeah. 
which once, is pretty cool. Once their warehouse gets it, instead of it going to the store first, it'll go from the warehouse straight right. to your house. Contactless delivery or whatever. Yeah. Which is good if you're willing to wait for a few weeks and do that. Yeah. For us, it's not super pressing, but at the same time, um, one of the games that Jordan has been getting into, uh, I think it would be really nice if you had a Switch Lite in your own copy so you could have your own island, but we'll get to that in a few minutes. I was going to say, oh, so I'll stop playing on yours? No, it's I'm so just that... sorry that I've been helping you by filling up your museum. Uh, I First of all, I appreciate it. You're welcome. But let's hold that for a moment. <laughs> Let's first talk about uh, Inside Xbox. Well, which you I know, do that. I know you're going to have a lot to talk about here. Um, so Inside Xbox is in lieu of... Facetious. What? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Pokemon. That brings us to our word of the day today, children. <laughs> in The Inside Xbox event is Microsoft's like digital um, Xbox presentation that they put together. It's like how Nintendo does theirs every E3 um, since E3 has been canceled this year, they're doing this Inside Xbox segment now um, before a lot of the other ones happen. What the purpose of it was was to say, hey, we have a new console coming out this year. Specifically this year's was we have a new console coming out. Here are some of the games that we're wanting to release on them. We're supposed to show how uh, forward-thinking we are in terms of the games, the gameplay, the design, and all that other stuff. But what it ended up being, honestly, was just a bunch of trailers for games, and half of them didn't seem like they were really going to take advantage it was just like okay they're indie games whatever but i feel like my body was trying to like burp and hiccup at the same time <laughs> that looked painful i know it was weird anyway uh out of the like seven or nine or ten or something like that games that they ended up showing off uh the three that i went away with that seems kind of interesting one of them was scorn scorn is a first person horror game that oh, what let me see if i still have the article up so i can see so I can remember who makes this one. Scorn, 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 Scorn. Made by, it just says EBB. Um, not sure what that company is, but or what, what the studio is. Anyway, it's a first-person horror game that, like the Alien franchise, was inspired by a lot of H.R. Geiger's work. So it's very, if you think of the artwork or if you think of the Alien design from Ridley Scott's Alien film uh, and films, that anthology, uh, it's a lot like that in terms of art. Um, and I, we're down to watch somebody play uh, a first-person horror game like that. Um, I still want us to play through Alien Isolation, but in terms of actually playing first-person horror games, I have a hard time getting through them because I get scared because I'm human. So, yeah, I'm interested to see that one come out because I'm interested to watch somebody else play it so that I'm not subjected to it. Because I don't like hurting myself. Anyway, second game, Bright Memory Infinite, which is a first-person shooter developed by Playism. It just looked interesting. It it's you're uh, you're like some Men in Black esque like cyber cyberpunk Men in Black like psych, uh, uh, um, supernatural task force person um, shooting things. And it just the gameplay looked really interesting. The graphics looked great. It was a little bit of gameplay in there. One of the few games that actually had gameplay in it. Looks super interesting, so if you're interested, check it out. Last one, of course, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which they promised. They promised gameplay. They used the words. They, Microsoft, Xbox, used the word gameplay and did not show gameplay. Bastards. They don't know what the word gameplay means. It was just a trailer. Uh, We'd already seen a trailer. It was a a boring other trailer. We already know what it's kind of about. We want to see it be played. We want to see gameplay of it. And uh, we're probably not going to get that until the Ubisoft event on July 12th. 
Twelfth. I hate that word. Um, Twelfth. 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 T W E L. F T H. Twelfth. Twelfth. Do you not? You don't pronounce the F. Why would you? I just. I just. I like to. Silent. I hate it. Uh, anyway, on July twelfth, uh, Ubisoft event. That's probably where. We're, Probably where we will see the Assassin's Creed Valhalla actual gameplay, but until then, still nothing. And that's pretty much it in terms of like last week in terms of news for games. For our picks from the last week, right off the bat, I've been streaming on Twitch, and people are uh, kind of tuning in every now and then, which is kind of nice. Hey. hey! So check me out, twitch.tv slash large bookcase. Hit it up. Uh, been playing a lot of Fallout 76 still, still having a good time with that game, and I started getting a little bit back into The Division 2. Oh, you should talk about your cool uh, story, your cool Fallout 76 story from this weekend. Which one? I'm sorry, the one with, with the teleporting? Lady. Oh, okay, so there was, so Fallout 76, uh, Bethesda title, Fallout franchise, but it's multiplayer, right? Um, there was this woman... It was like 1 a.m. and I was on. I was about to get offline. This, this, I'm, I'm level nine at this point or something like that. This lady, uh, other player, this woman comes up. She's like a level 150, 151 or something like that. Comes up and she's just like, hey, do you, do you need anything? Like, what, what, what do you need? What, what do you are mean? Are you an NPC? Yeah. Are, are you <laughs> like, what, what do you mean? Is this what, real she's like, life? are you, she's like, are you doing all right? I'm just, my, my husband and I are just walking around, just trying to help out lower level and new players and see if you need any resources or anything. I'm like, what game has such a friendly community like this? And there are, you think of your Call of Duties, or you think of your other, com- I do, I mean, admittedly competitive multiplayer games, but like people are just shitty online, right? So shitty. But like this wonderful person came up. It was like, hey, do you want, here's some, here's some uh, medical supplies, some food. Here's a gun that I'd never even seen, plus 400 rounds of ammo, which it takes you like an, an hour to get like 80 rounds. So that, and then like some armor. And she's like, yeah, whatever. I'm about to hop to another server and help some other people out. She's not a dev. She's just another person. She played with her husband and it was great. It was great. I love that. I love the fact that that happens in games. Restores faith in, in gaming humanity. Respect. <laughs> Respect. Pound's chest. <laughs> Other than that, been playing the Division Two. Jumping back into that, um, they with the mo- with their most recent Warlords of New York expansion, they added like man hunts. So the idea of the expansion is you're hunting for one main guy, and there are four people that you have to work your way through. But you have to do a bunch of events to try and pinpoint and find the location of the lieutenant which are like the four lieutenants did before you get to the main guy, take down that lieutenant, and then you have to do that three more times in these different areas of the map, and then you finally get enough intel in the game to find the location of the final guy, and then you have your big boss battle right there. Um, And it's a really fun mechanic. It's go to a bunch of events. It encourages you to do everything else in the game as opposed to only opening up control points or only going out and trying to kill NPCs or whatever. Uh, Diversifies the gameplay investment, and, and it's fun. Um, and so I've been jumping into that and their, their season pass is basically doing a bunch like those. There's one main person this season that you're trying to take down that you have to do the four lieutenants for, and that'll change next season as well. And I think it's a smart, smart thing. Um, also the division two just continues to be a really fun game to play. Uh, very difficult, but very fun, difficult to play solo, but still very fun. Highly recommended it for those of you who like third person cover based shooters like gears of war or like, uh, ghost recon. Um, 
highly recommend that. Other than that, I beat the league on in Pokemon Sword. Yo. I hit credits in Pokemon Sword. Hey. And you also fun. hit a post-credit scene, which we've yet to move forward with because I've been uh, capitalizing on the uh, yes <laughs> on the so, switch this weekend. So I I finished. I hit credits. I caught the legendary or one of the legendaries and hit credits on Pokemon Sword. It was fun. Um, the last battles for me. This is not a flex. It didn't take too long for me to go through all the rest mm. of them, and I think I think there's like a random random uh, uh randomization in terms of the anim- the gym leaders that you get throughout the game same with the end of the game whenever you're going through that league which people you end up fighting and it just it's not up... confirmed by the way we actually have no idea that fair um <laughs> it just feels that way because like i had inteleon gyarados and a couple other ones and it took i failed maybe twice throughout the whole thing like in two of the battles so I only had to redo two of the battles, and so it, it didn't. He means take, in his party. Yeah, it only it didn't take hardly any, hardly like that much time for me to get through all things considered, get through the league. Um, I'm almost but, caught up there now. Um, I beat the final gym leader at about twelve forty five this morning. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rayhan, the dragon, the dragon uh, type leader at. Hammerlock. Hammerlock, thank you. Um, yeah, and that one took me a minute because I, I, so John just basically maxes out the same team yep. the I whole ca- game. I catch a bunch of Pokemon, but I never level them up. I'm like, I want you to sit in my box <laughs> and, and I get this that is my team. I'm to a degree, through. but I, so I have been, every time I go to a gym, I look up who the gym leader is and I, I um, amp up a team that's, you know, good, for good that against that gym you, so you try and counter what's coming yeah. up next yeah which is valid um oh god um arguably it's how the devs want you to play but. right so i had a i was trying to do like an ice fairy dark type team uh to battle rayhan because i knew he was dragon type um and i played for god i probably played for about three three-ish hours last night yeah um just trying to get everyone on my team except for my starter um Sendrace. he but i Sendrace, my Sendrace is currently i think at level 60 he's a big boy three? i don't yeah. remember he's in his 60s though because i keep him the whole time but i switch out the other five so um i had a um a snover who i took from a level 12 snover in the course of three hours to a, a level 40 Obama snow, which the, was pretty impressive. Your grind was real. Yeah. Um, a Morgrim that I evol- ended up evolving into a Grim Snarl. He's pretty cool. Um, I I fell in love with Snom. And he's, he's a little uh, he's uh, a face. He's a cute little wormy, yeah. snow wormy. And, His um, face looks like little butt cheeks. I, he does. And <laughs> I, um, oh, um, Pinchurchin? Is that the one you were ta- telling yes, me about? Yes, he's the one so who's I, like, he's yeah, water. I got and so one yesterday. Use, yeah? Yeah, because he was a Dynamax raid and I beat it. That's awesome. Isn't he? He's like water and electric. But yeah. the thing is, he's water. He looks just like Snom, yeah. but he's black and he's a sea urchin. So if you use an electric move against him because he's water and you're like, this is super effective. It's he, not. He has a thing called uh, um, lightning rod. Yep. And it, it completely nullifies the electric move. So you can't. So you have to beat him with like yep. grass or something That's else. That's really annoying. It's, yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Um... 
but I, so with Snom, Snom is one, if you're familiar with Pokemon, he doesn't just evolve when he gets to a certain level. Um, you have to get his friendship level up. So if you're familiar with, I believe it's Gen 2 of Pokemon, Umbreon and Espeon. Theirs was just light or dark. Oh, it was just light or dark. Um, oh, then it was Glaceon. The it, then it was yeah. Glaceon and um, Leafeon. I think you're right. Which yeah. was Gen 4 yeah. um, that you had to have at a certain friendship level. Mm -hmm. um, Snom is the same way. You have to have a certain relationship with the Snom. Um, and then it, the game, it has to be nighttime in the game. And then he will evolve. And I actually got that to happen last night. So... Frostmoth, who I think is one of my favorite Pokemon now he of looks Gen dope. 8. He looks really beautiful. cool. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, who else did I have? I uh, evolved a Snorunt into a Glalie, a Cubchoo into a Bearctic. But you're about I to. I think that was it. You're about to go into the league. I now, am, right? yeah. Like so I beat Rayhan, saved, and went to bed. And now I just have to figure out my team for the Championship League, and then I'll be done with the game. And I think there are like four battles in the league and then yeah, and there's you some story and, stuff that happens and right and you don't get to at change last, at the end i gotta be strategic because you don't get to change your team between battles correct so i gotta you just, you just go back to the locker room and then you go forward yep i gotta be strategic it at least heals you yeah you go back to the locker so room nice. to heal mm -hmm. but yeah but yeah um it's felt good to play it again for sure so there's been a lot the games get a lot of uh flack Arguably, rightfully so, because yeah, and then, uh, but the Pokemon it's Company been the should, same game for almost thirty years. Yeah, Game Freak and then the Pokemon Company have should have done more with the game. They should have pulled a Breath of the Wild and made it this amazing thing for the first time that this game was on console. But uh, at the same time, you and I, we I skipped a couple gen generations. You haven't played since the original. Literally, have not played one since Red and Yellow. And you, you played Let's Go Eevee. Uh, Pikachu. 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 I had Let's Go Eevee, we which had, is you, just yellow. Yeah, but you did Let's Go Pikachu, and then and then this Pogo. game. So right now, it's it's been fun to jump back into it, and I think that's the thing, and that's probably they probably made it just to. For people like us, yeah, or to get new kids into it, yeah. and then again to sell merch. I'm sure that's the, yeah. the well, strategy for the game, business, but still. I mean, it's a game for people like me. I don't mind. I would. It's a casual I may experience, be, and I may be one of the only people who feels this way. I could play this same game eight times in a row because it's different Pokemon each time. So for me, my brain constitutes that as a different experience. I totally understand yeah. people who don't feel that way, I could totally see how someone could get bored with it, but I'm not one of those people. Fair enough. So I, I don't mind. I say keep Pokemon what it is because that's what Pokemon is. I, I have a hard time seeing it as like a Breath of the Wild type thing. Fair enough. I guess... And this if is all I had personal. To change, don't at me. If I had to change anything, I wouldn't... I could, I'm okay with it not going to like full 3D Breath of the Wild status, but I'd want it to be like a Golden Sun. Or like, uh, or like a, a later 2D Final Fantasy type thing, where they're just more. It's just a deeper game. It's more open. It's more of a um, of you living in a world, less linear experience. I think that's the biggest thing. And there aren't as many meaningful side things to do in the game. It literally is you go do one thing. All the side stuff is really you grinding to level up, um, which again is okay. There's nothing inherently wrong with it, especially if the DLC for the thing is all going to be cheap and it's not going to be 60 bucks every single time, but it's, 
it's not a bad game. I think it's just people were hoping for something a little bit different, but just Which, you're absolutely on. right. Like after eight games, Sun and Moon wasn't different, so why would you think Sword and Shield would be different? Even though they have they are releasing DLC for it that I didn't realize stupid me not knowing anything about games was going to be paid so i'm pretty pissed about that well not all of them are like cd project red all of the witcher dlc was um mm, no i think i had to pay for one of them anyway games do free dlc all the time so it's it's just company by company but but yeah anyway you may have to get it though because it's different pokemon maybe and that tower seems kind of cool yeah, anyway you cool. you've had the uh switch a majority of this past week because of weekend i didn't start until for the past Friday. three months you've been playing at 90 percent okay apart from pokemon shield you've been playing animal crossing I have. what do you think of animal crossing now that you're getting into it <laughs> it's uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> that's tom nook again for anyone who doesn't oh. know um i love it i have a profile on john's island and i it is my type of game yeah i could fish and hit rocks all day and it's just chill there's no real like i get failure state so happy taking fossils to blathers my boy blathers to assess I have a house. Yeah. I've already paid off 10 grand of my house and nice. bells <laughs> in the last two days because he won't let me use miles because he's a bitch. <laughs> I, do, I do need to jump on so that I can advance the island a little bit so that you'll have more content to play through. <laughs> also because I like that game I mean, too. all you got to do is take the switch. I have other things I can do. I mean, yeah, but still. <laughs> I'm glad you're enjoying it. I am enjoying it. I planted flowers yesterday. That's adorable. <laughs> you have a dinosaur butt outside your I house? I do, because it was a fossil that was already in the museum, because John had donated it, so now it's just yard art for me. <laughs> it's literally just a giant dinosaur hips and tail. Don't care. It looks awesome. It's great. Uh, what about Pokemon Go? Pokemon Go, we're on week two of the throwback event for the month of May. So um, we ended the Kanto a timed research last Friday. John and I both completed it, which was great. At the last second, I think I had For like John, two hours. Yeah, John had two hours left and he beat it, or he beat the timed research. So we got Mewtwo, w both got Mewtwo's that know Psy Strike, which is pretty great. And the tricky thing with these throwback researches is if you don't complete all four weeks, you don't get the special prize uh, for the first couple weeks of June where they're going to start releasing the Galarian versions of Pokemon that are already in the game. So Galarian versions are versions from this current game, uh, Sword and Shield. Um, like there's a different looking Weezing. There's a different looking... Um, and a new evolution. Zigzagoon, Zigzagoon and Lanoon, exactly. And then there's also Obstagoon. Mm -hmm. um, there's a different Ponyta and Rapidash. Yes, yeah, Farfetch'd far will evolve into Surfetch. So it's kind of a big deal because if you don't complete the timed research each week, you like if you even miss one, you don't get it at the end in June, which sucks for you. Yeah. Um, so we're on week two, which is Gen 2 Johto um, for people who know him by games. This was... Um, gold, silver, gold, and crystal. Sil yes, gold, silver, and crystal. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um 
So the Johto-themed research uh, became live May 8th at 1 p.m. local time. It will end this Friday, May 15th at 1 p.m. local time. Um, and you have to complete all nine steps to get a Ho-Oh that knows Earthquake. And I'm actually well, already on... for a flying bird to know Earthquake. Right. Um, I'm <laughs> actually already on step eight of nine, so I'll probably get Ho-Oh today or tomorrow. Two, I need to do mine today. It's so easy. It's yeah. so much easier than the last Play one. Play with Buddy, earn three treats, catch a bug. Yeah. It's super easy. Um, yeah, so that's what we got going on there. They had an another incense event on Saturday. John and I didn't pay too much attention to it. Um, but there was limited snubble research. And then there was also an incense event that was supposed to have been dark and water specific. Um, I didn't see during the time period, I didn't see a single like Carvana were supposed to be spawning yeah. a lot. I didn't see a single one. We also, to be fair, we're not paying as much attention as we do to other things like that. We were doing other stuff. Um, and he and I have honestly been much more focused on the throwback research because of how timed it is. Yeah. Um, do you think that they do too? You and I have this conversation. I think that they're doing kind of too many things on top of one another. See, I don't. Cause it makes it hard to do that. Like I, it's you either have to be in the game all the time, right? Or See, yeah, you need like Go Ranger. You need somebody which app to help. I with have. It. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think because the the snubble research was only a day. I I don't really see it that way. Um, also, uh, uh, season two of the Pokemon Go Battle League began today at three p.m. local time. Um, so if you're in the battle league or into that, the PVP battles in game season two just started, jump on in. They reset everybody's ranks. Now's a good time to check in on that. And, um, they also released the final one Pokecoin bundle this week. They say this is going to be the last one of these one coin bundles they're going to do. It'll be available until May 18th, 1 PM, um, Pacific Standard Time. Um, final bundle contains one remote raid pass, 20 Pokeballs, 10 Great Balls, and 5 Ultra Balls. Um, so not bad. Really what they're going to do is they're just going to keep having your buddy bring you gifts and bringing you items and stuff um, instead of doing these one coin bundles. So Yeah. But, but yeah. yeah Good stuff all, all around. Mm -hmm. so. Alright. Let's move on to books. Okay. Okay, in books, we really only have one main story broken into two parts, and then we're just going to talk about our books. I get the second part, I get the second part. Go right ahead. Uh, celebrities have been reading through some high, uh, some books for charity, first and foremost, for, wow, first and foremost. Firmerst. Firmerst. Ermagerd Firmerst. Andy Serkers. Uh, Andy Serkers has been reading, did a stream where he read through all of uh, The Hobbit. Now, did he do it in the Andy Circus voice or did he do it in the Gollum voice? I believe he switched between the voices. So he, <laughs> He's so cool. Gollum doesn't it, show up in The Hobbit, so he doesn't yes, do... he does? No, he doesn't. Smeagol and, and Gollum? Uh, oh, yeah, because he does uh, riddles with... Um, John. With Bilbo. Are That's you right. ill? I haven't listened to it. Why did I know to... that and you didn't? And I only know that because of the stupid movies. You know, movies may, did a lot wrong, but... Uh, like they brought Legolas in and then like he wasn't a thing in the Hobbit. Anyway. Yeah, but Gollum was. Anyway. Um Oy. he read through the Hobbit. 
for charity. Um, also, people, different people have been this taking turns. Mine. This is mine. I said this is mine. Then go right ahead. So it's not different people. I want to make that abundantly clear. It is. So the Wizarding World, uh, wizardingworld.com, that is all things to do with Joe Rowling's Wizarding Universe, Harry Potter, and Fantastic Beasts related. And they are currently doing a read-through, an online read-through of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Is one person reading every, like the whole book? No, but it's not just it's different people. It's not just randos. They're Harry Potter people. I didn't say it was, it was randos. Yeah, but you, the, your your wording made it sound that way, and it was wrong. So it was a big deal. They're doing. They're releasing a chapter a week. Last week, um, week one shook everyone to their core because there he was, Harry Potter himself, Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, Danny boy, Daniel Radcliffe, my man. Um reading chapter one, The Boy Who Lived. Um, I still have not watched it. Um, now that there's episode, the episodes, chapters one and two up, I'll probably start watching them now because I can watch them back to back. Um, they just released chapter two this weekend, uh, read by, I'm so sorry, I'm going to butcher her name, Noma Dumaswani. Dumaswini. Uh, she played Hermione in the West End production and possibly... Broadway, I'm not sure, I can't remember, but she was Hermione in Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, the play, um, or as the fans call it, Harry Potter and the worst fanfic that's ever happened. Um, I've heard she did a great job. She it was, was great. It was like fault she's of a the great writing, not of right. The no, it's not her fault. She's a great actress. Um, but yeah, she reads Chapter Two, uh, The Vanishing Glass. So um, yeah, check those out if you if you are a Harry Potter fan. Um, which you should be. Um, it's really great. I don't know if they're planning on doing every book or if they're just doing Sorcerer's Stone. It is the shortest one. Um, but the fact that they're doing it at all is awesome. I can't, they're keeping it pretty secret. Who's of course, just like everything they do, who's reading what can't blame them for that. Um, is it for charity? I don't know if it's for charity. Most things Joe Rowling sets up are, um, go to wizardingworld.com. Uh, free here's on the verge because you yeah you don't have to pay for that home readings like i said they're just videos that are on wizardingworld.com the visitor the videos will be uh, available for free on harrypotteratthome.com which is part of wizarding world and the audio will be accessible exclusively on spotify audible announced exclusive screen streaming rights sure we've got a treat book as part of the thing effort to make our work easier to access during the pandemic um, some restrictions around this, however, the main one being that teachers can only read the books on closed educational platforms like Google Classroom or Schoolology, or Schoology, rather than public commercial platforms like YouTube. Um, does so, not yeah. say. Okay. Um, so potentially just to make it, it just easier be, yeah. for people to get access to the books. Yeah. Um, Which is still great. So awesome. Yeah, they're still great books. But Love also it. go watch Andy Serkis reading through The Hobbit because, and and donate because charities are good with his giant golem figurine literally sitting directly to his right (laughs) he looks dapper af he does not golem andy circus he's wearing a very nice sweater vest he is anyway so go check those out we i haven't been doing hardly any reading nope skip all right (laughs) we didn't read this week skip skipping over we've been playing animal crossing yep yeah, I've been reading the text from Animal Crossing. <laughs> um, the only other thing in music we talked about, Little Richard dying. Been reading DIY recipes in Animal Crossing. 
figuring out how to make new curries in Pokemon Sword. <laughs> curry, yeah, curry recipes. Um, in music, legendary punk label Discord Records apparently put out their entire catalog online for free. Oh, cool. Which is pretty dope. If you're a fan of uh, Discord Records, I don't know any of the bands that are there, so hopefully right on. you guys maybe know. Check, Check it, it out. out. Why not? Oh! oh <laughs> high five. Look at that. <laughs> that was creepy. All right. Uh, I haven't been listening to anything new lately because nothing really has tickled my fancy all that much. New music week. coming soon. Uh, they announced yesterday that uh the next jonas brothers single will be coming out friday may 15th um (laughs) yay um and it's called x um if you have watched the uh new (laughs) the new jonas brothers uh documentary on amazon prime video uh the uh happiness continues concert film um, it is actually the song that was the credit roll song for that. Again, it's called X, just the letter X, and it is featuring Carol G. I do not know who Carol G is. Um, but so is this the song, a song? Yeah, it is a song, and it was pretty good. I, I really enjoyed it. Sometimes with these artists putting out or doing this these huge events around music videos and all this stuff, I don't know whether or not it's a movie, a documentary, or no, just putting out a this song. this is actually a song, <laughs> and I knew it was a song because I watched I just want the album. Happiness Continues. Uh, also, um, Lady Gaga last week did drop the release date for her sixth album, Chromatica. It will be coming out May 29th, um, so in just a couple of weeks. She released the track listing a couple weeks ago. I'm very excited to hear it. Um, so that's pretty awesome. All right. I'm still waiting for a lot of my albums to come out. Yeah, I know. Yeah, sad day. Yeah. All right. Done with music. Moving on to sports. Only one thing from sports this week. Uh, Brett Favre. 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 Brett, uh, Brett Favre apparently is... Uh, paying back $1.1 million for allegedly no-show speeches. That's a big oof. So here's what allegedly happened, is that during an audit from this non... uh, This... Oh, let me just pull it up. Say allegedly. From this no... uh, Crack. From (laughs) this non-profit was audited, and apparently the... Let's see. In Mississippi, details about payments included an audit of Mississippi Department of Human Services released Monday. State auditor um, said that the employees identified $94 million in questionable spending by this agency, including payments for sports activities with no clear connection to helping needy people in one of the poorest states of the U.S. According to Brett... So the what allegedly happened was that they... Uh, Allegedly on record crack, again, saying the word allegedly a lot, (laughs) Uh, had paid Brett Favre to do a bunch of speeches. It had paid upwards of $1.1 million for the speeches. Brett Favre has been allegedly paid, but according to him, not for speeches, but just to clear the air, he's paying the money back. Here is the quote from Brett Favre on May 7th. says, I have... Hello? I'm so sorry. Charlie was being so cute. <laughs> I just oh. got really distracted. He was under the coffee table, just, I guess, his nose itched. Yeah. And he just pawed at his nose puppy style like six times in a row. And I thought I was going to die. Please continue talking about Brett Favre. <laughs> 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 uh, here's, here's a quote from Brett Favre from May 7th. 
Quote, I have never received monies for obligations I didn't meet. To reiterate Auditor White's statement, I was unaware that the money being dispersed, dispersed was paid for out of funds not intended for that purpose. And because of that, I am refunding the full amount back to Mississippi, end quote. So according, if we're reading what he's, if we read his quote, it sounds like he was paid a sum of money and that he believes that he met all the obligations for the money, but he's going to go ahead and give it back because he doesn't want any legal issues to go down. According to the records of this agency, he was paid for speeches, but then Brett Favre was not on record of having done those speeches. Mm. So it started off as he was paid one mil- over a million dollars and then flaked out and didn't do the speeches. Turns out, actually, maybe speeches weren't a part of this at all, and it was some shady stuff that this agency was doing behind the scenes for the sake of like their own embezzlement because um, they were caught. I should also say that, that this agency... Uh, a non uh, not, let me read this article from NBC News. A nonprofit group caught up in an embezzlement scheme in Mississippi used federal where federal welfare money to pay former NFL quarterback Brett Favre one point one million dollars for multiple speaking engagements. Oof. Brett Favre did not show up for the event, so that's how it started. Was this nonprofit was embezzling money in Mississippi? They had on record that they paid him for speaking events. Apparently, Brett Favre said that there were no speaking events that he was being paid for. It was just put on record that way potentially so that the group could continue to embezzle money. And that was just something they had on their record to make an excuse for it. But apparently Brett Favre was paid by them for something. And he believes that he already met all of the requirements for the money and he didn't have to do anything more, but did not have any legal issues. He went ahead and paid the money back. So this is some wild sketchy. Yeah, this is sketchy. But uh, so Brett Favre being a weirdo, paying money back this is just it was a wild thing to read because i'm like what is going on there's no clear understanding of where this money went who was what it was really meant for no one's saying anything anyway so so he's paying money back okay so because we have no picks what for sports yeah okay i didn't know if you're moving wanting to move on to another Next up is weather and traffic. Well, no, it would be our picks for sports, but oh, because yes. we don't have any, I was going to ask if we could play a quick game. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What's up? I think these are fun. So it's a BuzzFeed quiz. Of course it is. <laughs> and of it's course. one of these, basically, um, what movie do you think, it's, I'm going to give you a list of movies, a, an actor or actress, and then a list of their movies, and you have to tell me which one you are think of first what a weird thing to jump from sports well to this. i just found it okay <laughs> so otherwise i would have done it where it belonged <laughs> okay so when you hear anne hathaway yeah do you think of the princess diaries the devil wears prada les miserables oceans eight becoming jane or rachel getting married i think of uh alice in wonderland that's not a choice so you're in zero percent of those movies i would say lame is is where i really i have never seen devil wars prada i have i have only seen uh what's the princess one she was in princess diaries princess diaries i've only seen the first one once oh so good on tv uh we're gonna watch that i've never seen any other ones so i i went princess diaries of course that was also her first movie if you didn't know stop messing with my mic you're you're speaking into the top of it no i'm not look where my mouth is Uh, keep going i know how to use a microphone (laughs) 
51% of users say Princess Diaries, 32% say Devil Wears Prada, 7% Les Mis, uh, 7% Ocean's 8, 2% Becoming Jane, and 1% Rachel Getting Married. Okay. Next actress is Kate Winslet. Do you think of Revolutionary Road, I Titanic? Don't, I don't think of anything because I don't know. I forgot who that was. The Holiday, Sense and Sensibility, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, or Divergent? I have only seen one of those movies. Which movie? Titanic. Okay, so that's your choice. And then. I don't remember who she was in Titanic. Was she the lead the girl? Oh, okay. <laughs> Rose. Oh, okay, then I guess, yeah. Sure, that's my answer. Why not? So in addition <laughs> to John and I, 63% of people said Titanic, yeah. 15% The Holiday, which is an amazing movie Paint also. me like one of your French girls. 9% Eternal Sunshine, 8% Divergent, 4% Sense and Sensibility, and 1% Revolutionary Road. All right. Queen Latifah. From her rap career. Girls Trip. Chicago. Last Holiday. I don't know where it is on this list, but that's Chicago. My there you go. Hairspray. All right. Bringing Down the House or Joyful Noise. Her rap career, but I'll, I'll say Chicago. Say Chicago. I'm going to say Bringing Down the House because that's the first movie I saw her in. And really? It's so funny. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Um, so 36% of users said Hairspray. 22, really? Mm-hmm. 22% say Chicago. 15% Last Holiday, 14% Girls Trip, 9% Bringing Down the House, and 4% Joyful she Noise. She was so good in Chicago. She was fabulous in Chicago. She's also fabulous in Hairspray. She's fabulous in everything. She has a great voice. She's a wonderful person. She is fabulous. As far as I'm aware, she's a wonderful person. Anyway. Meryl Streep. All right. Julie and Julia. Kramer. Bata. Is that that one? Right. Okay. Kramer versus Kramer. The Devil Wears Prada. Is Kramer versus Kramer the Dingo Ate Your Baby? I don't, I don't know. Anyway, keep going. The Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> okay. Mamma Mia. <laughs> I love Mamma Mia. Florence Foster Jenkins or The Bridges of Madison County. Uh, what was the first one? Julie and Julia. I, I've never seen any of these movies, I guess. You've I'm... seen Julie and Julia. I have? Yes. Butta. <laughs> okay, I'm aware of the quote because you and your mom say it all the time, but I don't think, I don't remember seeing it. I'll say Julie and Julia. Why not? Okay. So. Final answer. Myself and 49% of users say The Devil Wears Prada. Okay. 37% uh, Mamma Mia, 6% Julie and Julia, 4% Kramer versus Kramer, 3% Bridges of Madison County, and 1% Florence Foster Jenkins. I am shocked nobody, er, one of the choices was not Sophie's choice. Next. Anyway, Kate Blanchett. Oh, which one is she again? You're about to say a bunch of movies that I would ask you, How would I, where would I know her from? All of these movies. Galadriel. Okay. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I will know her from Lord Hell of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> um, Carol, Ocean's Eight, Blue Jasmine, Elizabeth, Cinderella, or Where'd You Go, Bernadette? Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I wouldn't have said any of those. What weird choices. Because BuzzFeed sucks. Yeah, BuzzFeed does kind of suck. To do. But out of these, I would have to say Elizabeth. All right. Um, where she plays Elizabeth the first. Um, 33% said Ocean's 8. 33% said Cinderella. 13% Elizabeth. 11% Carol. 6% Blue Jasmine. 4% Where'd You Go, Bernadette. Jennifer Lopez. I, I, I don't. Hustlers. The Wedding Planner. Made in Manhattan. Oh, that was a pretty good movie. Monster-in-Law. Selena or Second Act. Made in Manhattan. That was an R.I. movie. The Wedding Planner is one of my favorite 
uh, rom-coms of all time. Yeah. And that was the winner, 25%. Wedding Singer is better than Wedding Planner. <laughs> Somebody kill me, <laughs> please. Um, anyway, Wedding Planner said 25%. 23% said Selena. 20% Made in Manhattan. Yeah. 18% Hustlers. 12% Monster in Law. 2% Second Act. Okay. Julie Andrews. Mm, okay. Victor Victoria. Nope. Mary Poppins. Yeah. The Sound of Music. Yep. Thoroughly Modern Millie. Sure. The Princess Diaries. Yeah. Or Darling Lily. I will say Mary Poppins for me. I would honestly Sound say of music Sound of Music. Okay. okay. Yeah. Mary Poppins won. Those are the two correct answers on that list. <laughs> correct. Uh, or Princess Diaries. Or Shrek 2. Mary Poppins. <laughs> Mary Poppins won with 36% with Sound of Music coming right in behind at 35%. Okay. Uh, Princess Diaries, 26%. Victor Victoria, 2%. Thoroughly Modern Millie, 1%. Darling Lily, 0%. So I knew I had a profile, but like my nose and my chin can touch this without my lips touching. This is like, I'm sorry. Mine Continue. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> um, Silver Linings Playbook. That was a good movie. Winter's Bone. Okay. Mother. The Hunger Games, American Hustle, or Passengers. What was the first one? Did you already click on it? Yeah, it was okay. Silver Linings Playbook. Well, um, I mean, everyone will know her from Hunger Games, and that's the, that's what we're doing, so Hunger Games. What's, what do you know? What's the thing that sticks in your mind out of those first? It's It would be Silver Linings Playbook, or it would be... Um, okay. Well, then yours is Silver Linings Playbook. What was the really uh, 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 the bad spy movie that she was in or whatever? Oh, Red Sparrow? Yeah. Yeah, that's not even on here. Okay. Um, so Hunger Games won with a whopping 72%. Yeah. Uh, Silver, whopping. Silver Linings Playbook, 14%. Passengers, 5%. American Hustle, 5%. Winter's Bone, 2%. Mother, 2%. Okay. Lupita Nyong'o. All right. Black Panther, 12 Years a Slave, Star Wars The Force Awakens, Us, Queen of Katwe, or Little Monsters? Us. I'm going to say 12 Years a Slave because okay. that was, uh, she won the Oscar for that and wore the beautiful pearl dress that then got stolen out oh. of her uh, hotel room. Uh, 49% say Black Panther. 21% seven years a slave, 12 Years a Slave. Seven Years a Slave. <laughs> 19%. <laughs> Baker's Dozen a Slave. 19% Us. 7% Star Wars The Force Awakens. 2% Little Monsters. 2% Queen of Katwe. Okay. Little, er, How many are there? What is my... I don't know. Natalie Portman. Okay. Garden State. Phantom Menace. Black Swan. Closer. Paris Jatam. Jackie or No Strings Attached. Not Star Wars, where she's one of the main characters for three films. And she actively hates having been a part of it. What, what are you talking about? Thor's not on here either. She's not... Mm, that's only one movie. Two. She's in the first two. She is in the second one. And she's oh, also yeah, going to be in four... Is she really? Mm -hmm. Interesting. I picked Black Swan out of these. Yeah, I get it. Uh, so Black Swan was 59%. No Strings Attached is 20%, even though that is another of my favorite rom-coms. That, that is a good movie. Um, that was better than uh, Black the Swan one. is what she wore her... What was... Hold on. There were two... Or won her Oscar there for. There were two of those. It was... Uh, yes. Friends it, with Benefits was the other one. Yes. Right? And it, it was funny because it was... Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis making the and same the movie opposite, with other people, yeah. and then they got married. Uh, Jackie got 8%, 7% Garden State, 4% Closer, 2% Parisia Tom, and that was the last one. V for Vendetta. V for Vendetta. That wasn't on there either. That's a good film. Was a I good enjoyed film. that one. 
That and I like I like anything that uh or most things. That's a lie. I have liked three major things that um Hugo Weaving has done. <laughs> v for Vendetta, the Lord of the Rings, and um The Matrix. I need to see other films. He has like <laughs> stri- <laughs> need to see other films he, that's most people he he has such a striking like he's like he like uh, like william defoe you see him like no other person looks or sounds like him literally no one. you know no one like it's it's just you can't uh, although if you, to if be I see fair a mo- if i see a movie with him in it or with his voice it doesn't i don't it doesn't matter what character they're playing that they're just william defoe and hugo waving to me i saw the two of them in different movies close to the same time when i was younger yeah um and you know how your brain does that weird thing when you do that like you get people confused continue i used to get hugo weaving and willem dafoe confused because they both had weird names yeah they were both odd looking men yeah and i saw them in things interesting yeah because some people like unique unique Unique. yeah looking men and I think I saw them both in different movies close to the same time. They're both excellent actors. Yes. Oh, no, very, that's nothing about... But I yeah, used very to get, unique and very like... When I was a kid, I used to get Nick Cage, Ben Stiller, and Adam Sandler all confused. What? I have no idea why. What? I just associated all three of them the same way in my little, like, literally eight-year-old brain. Um yeah, I'm probably going to get some shit for that. But it's true. Like, I can't control what my brain thought. Um, but yeah, I mean, the brain's just weird that way. What? Yeah, I can't explain okay. it, dude. I can't. <laughs> I can't. And now I love Adam Sandler, and I love Ben Stiller, and I hate Nick Cage. So I I, I hate Nick Cage. I have this weird respect for Nick Cage. Because he, he can do whatever he wants, and like he still gets paid for like for some reason. He does not make great movies. No. Um, but he also, I don't know. He he's he's just a character in real life. Yeah. And he's he's. I don't think he's a nice person. I know nothing about his personality. I only look. I I only know of the movies that he's done. Okay. That's all I know about him. Hi Charlie. Hi, good boy. How do we get on that? Oh yeah, random. We were on sports. All right. All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> we're playing a game. Weather and traffic update. Traffic's gonna be pretty good for a little bit longer. It's probably gonna rain this week. I don't know when. Maybe tomorrow. Check back tomorrow. We won't be here. Just look outside. It might rain. Charlie had to come check on us. <laughs> that was weather and traffic. Hi, buddy. We don't have any emails this week, so what we're going to do is instead tell you a very exciting story that happened Ooh. this week about Austin the Snake. We saved a life. We, we saved, saved a life. life. Hey, we, we saved, saved a life. life. We, we saved, saved a life. life. Okay. Woo! That's pretty, pretty all right. A little, uh, little harmony. Oh, a little yeah, duet there. Yeah, all right. Good job. Mm, you're welcome. I found, I found uh, the third, bro. <laughs> okay so our garage broke down and what happened was see what happened was the spring was the spring snapped on our garage door so we had to call someone to come fix it and whenever the man was here fixing it his uh the man who was working uh his name was austin he was very nice doing a fantastic job uh we found out that there was a snake outside that as we tried to pick it up okay so what happened was as like that John and Austin were lifting up the garage door trying to see if it would open. Um, 
and, and I snake, was standing out there and I saw the snake out of nowhere, like just coming up and I, my brain didn't process what I was seeing. It was coming up like, you know, snakes can run, right? Basically. Have you seen like a snake I have basically seen do a its snake run? Slither fast. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, that's what I call snakes running. It's okay. crazy. The serpentine um, like. Yeah. And like where it like yeah. comes off the ground. Oh, like head up. Like yes. that thing was booking it. Yes. Oh. This is what happened. And my brain was, I was not on the processing. inside of the garage. I didn't see this. My part. brain was not processing what I was seeing. And I thought, great. Weather stripping is coming off. That looks janky. And then I go, there's no weather stripping on a garage door. And both also, of the guys. Also, why is the thing moving? <laughs> well, and then I, like my brain clicked in place. I was kind yeah. of in shock, I guess. And then the guys were both looking the opposite way. And I go, is that a snake? And then they dropped the garage door on top of him. <laughs> so we caught him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on, the, on the tail, right? The end of his tail. Um, and poor guy, he was trying to get away. Thankful, we got a little bit of his body on there. He wasn't squished, just to be, just no, so everyone No, he's knows. alive and well, he was, to our knowledge. He was, nothing looked broken. There wasn't a snap and he was still moving fine afterward. But so we caught some of his body in his tail. And so we lifted up the, uh, we lifted up the garage door again so that he can move a little bit and then put it down on the end, very tip end of his tail. So he couldn't get anywhere uh, while we fixed the garage door. So Austin fixed the garage door, replaced the spring. And then whenever we opened it up, I grabbed a bucket from inside this, this plastic. Like bin. a Rubbermaid bin. Yeah. And I was trying to like usher him in. We, and in this household, we love snakes. Snakes are snakes like spiders are fantastic outside. Oh, no, no, we are not unified on spiders, but we are unified on snakes. I, my opinion is spiders are just like snakes in terms of outside of the home. They're wonderful <laughs> because they do, they eat bugs, <gasps> they eat things that we don't like. I just got the like. willies again. Anyway, we love snakes. Yes. Regardless of where, we love snakes. Snake stands. So we didn't want to kill the thing. We just wanted to capture it and then I just then wanted it to go live it. somewhere where snakes are supposed to live, which is not my garage. Yeah. Um, it, he he was a little rat snake. And when he I say little, little, he was like he was about four feet long. He was he was and he was a thick boy. So this rat snake, uh, whenever we got the garage going, I tried to usher him into or like kind of kind of get him into the bin, and he wasn't having it. He decided whenever well, he was we finally scared. we been lifted through a up, trauma. We lifted up the garage door a little bit before actually opening up the whole thing, and he slithered along the inside toward the other side of our garage where we had some PVC pipe laying down. Um, he crawled into one of the PVC pipes. We opened up the garage. We made sure everything was good and then, um, paid Austin. Austin left and it was fine. We grabbed the, as, he helped, he, he, as Austin calls to us, cause Austin hated snakes, by the yeah. way, he was so uncomfortable, but he was so great helping us. He goes, Hey, if you get it, name it after me. So we did. So we did. His name is Spoiler Austin. Spoiler alert. Uh, so he, Austin, the snake is now inside this PVC pipe, right? We get the PVC pipe and we point the end where his, it was, he, he crawled into one that was just barely larger than his body. So he couldn't turn around in it. So we put the end that his head was facing into the bucket and then we tilted it up. I took a smaller PVC pipe that fit conveniently right inside that one and kind of just, just bare, I didn't like drop the thing in there, but like got it right up to him and he was just like nudging him a little bit to try and get out. And he eventually slithered his way and got, yeah, and, he did. and fell out of the thing. And Jordan was very brave and wonderful and held it while I was nuzzling him out. I like snakes. It, we, uh, this was after we confirmed it was not a copper, copperhead. I don't think it was. People were just worried. When no, we it was not. It was not. Um, we don't live near enough water for no. it to have been a and copperhead. It, 
and it was not big enough, light colored enough, or had the right scales or the right shaped head to be a rattlesnake. Right. Also, distinct lack of rattle. Yeah. So it was a rat snake confirmed. Yeah. Um, Which, I mean, teeth or teeth still hurts to get bit. Right. But, I mean. But we weren't going to die. <laughs> no. Uh, anyway, the so we got the end of the PVC pipe into the bin, nudged him out. He fell out. We put the lid on it. We had a captured snake. Yes. Nice. And yes. so we just, we took him. There's a field uh outside of our neighborhood down the way and we took him and we released him and yeah he's living out his days eating right eating rats rice eating rice he is eating rice (laughs) mice and rats mice and rice mice and rice uh mats and rice living out his days yes hopefully taking care of pests so that they don't get into homes that's right so if you see a rat snake please don't kill it they are they're good. They're going to eat the things you don't want to get yeah. in your house. Um, you do want to keep them away from your pets because they do have teeth. Um, yeah. You don't want your dog or cat to get bit, but you also don't want your dog or cat to think it's a plaything yeah. and bring it inside. They do, they're do. they not constrictors, nor are they venomous. They're they colubrids. Just, they just hurt. They just yeah. got teeth. Um, so even if you don't like snakes, call somebody to come help you responsibly get rid of the snake. Um, don't just this is it. not a snake that you need to kill. Right. Um, just move it somewhere else because it's just as freaked out as you are and mm-hmm. it's not going to kill you if, if it bites you if there is a snake of any kind I, my personal opinion is i will argue also even if there's a, a rattlesnake somewhere your first option should be call someone call a professional to come pick yes, them up please don't get near the rattlesnake don't get near and don't immediately try to kill try and call someone do everything you can to get a professional out to deal with the snake um Last resort, if you have no other options and it is something venomous uh, or something like that, then maybe. But Kill it, skin it, fry it up, get some boots made. <laughs> but last resort. Um, and if it's a rat snake or if it's not venomous or anything like that, then um, I'm not saying go hand to hand with the thing. But uh, just snakes are good, man. Have some empathy for snakes. Correct. End of story. And now Austin. God made snakes too. Yeah. And it's not all the snakes' fault that that's what Satan chose to possess. <laughs> we're meant to be, uh, we have dominion over the earth, so we're supposed to take care of the creatures, not immediately that's kill right. creatures. And of course, our priority was to make sure that Charlie did not get bit by the snake. Yep. So Charlie stayed inside. He we did. captured was, us a snake and we Charlie, released us a snake. Charlie was the most traumatized out of anyone Just because he, he had to be locked we inside outside. by himself. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm out of soda, and I think we're out of topics. I think that's the end of the podcast. Okay. All right. If you have any thoughts, questions, concerns, comments, corrections, whatever, queries, send us in, uh, an email to openseatingpodcast at gmail.com. That's openseatingpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to follow Jordan's music blog that she posts every single Monday on, it is Audio Aesthetics. You can find it on Wix. Um, The link will be in the description of this podcast. Yes, I actually posted a blog today uh, spotlighting the music of Casey Musgraves. Who is fantastic. She is fantastic. If you would like to follow me on Twitch, my Twitch uh, is twitch.tv slash large bookcase, all one word. Um, I'll eventually have a unique link for YouTube as well whenever that happens. Um, Anyway, that link will also be in the description. Uh, And I think those are the biggest things. Thanks for listening. Give us a rating, ideally five stars, but be honest. Cuatro on iTunes. Estrella. Cuatro estrella. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, give us a rating on, on Apple. Um, share us, share with your friends. Uh, have a great week. Leave us a review. Yeah, leave us a review. Let us know. Subscribe. Um, have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.